This is uh, this is the first of a new podcast for Bago Games. I am Chris Gravel, the director of programming for audio and video production. Um, so YouTube, Twitch, podcasts, all that stuff. I am going to have my fingers all over that stuff. And uh, along with my co-host, which we'll meet in just a moment, uh, I am very new to the bago games family but we are we're going to mix some stuff up and uh this is kind of a short intro podcast so we'll get into that in a minute what's going on today and why the uh the image may not match up with what you're you're going to hear today but we'll explain all that at the end of the podcast which is not gonna be a long one today um other than that i've been in i've been gaming probably longer than most people have been alive that are listening <laughs> to this um but it's there's there's some stuff that came out that we're going to talk about. But before that, let's uh, let's have Colby introduce himself, and then we'll get right into it. Hey everybody, what's up? Uh, yeah, my name's Colby. I am pretty new to Bago Two. I'm gonna be a contributor basically through writing, uh, pretty much everything, podcast, Twitch, YouTube. I'm gonna be all over it too, and I'm really excited. All right, so you're going to be hearing us a lot, especially on this podcast, which we're going to uh, <clears throat> we're going to bury the lead and leave what this podcast actually will be for the end of it, because what we want to talk about first is Colby wrote an article about Nintendo's Labo cardboard toy thing that they're bringing out for the Switch, and I figured it was time we should talk about it because. We have differing views on some of it, I think. And in general, I think talking about it from from a father's point of view and from not a father's point of view is going to be good. I have an eight-year-old daughter, almost eight-year-old daughter. So that gives I have the mind of an eight-year-old, so it's fine. <laughs> I do too, which is, gonna, which is one of the reasons that I'm going to have a lot of the opinions I do. But that's going to be one of the things here is is whenever, whenever Nintendo gave the little teaser for this, they... They teased um, that it was going to be an announcement for kids or kids at heart or children at heart, yeah. something like that. Uh-huh. And once I saw it, I I get it. But, uh, you know, I think that a lot of the, the press that's been put out for it so far is generally people who don't have kids. And they... I'm, yeah, a, a lot of adults, the whole message around everything has been what is this it could, because it's not for you know the the target audience that the switch has been really aiming at not kids as nintendo usually does it's been aiming at more young adults so they kind of are expecting it to be about them and it's not which is interesting because that's kind of flipped what this narrative for the switch has been right and 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 i think there's something to say about what they're doing because they're you know right now everybody's like let's do vr let's do vr and i think the cardboard is doing something beyond vr it's kind of bringing it back to reality like the the robot thing alone uh, Mm -hmm. that even if the robot thing is just a cheesy like transformers knockoff with with very little gameplay the idea there that down the line they can give us a sword and shield and whatever and we can play you know my wife mentioned it star wars 
that we can make lightsabers out of these things and we can start having Mm -hmm. actual lightsaber battles that show up on the screen. You know, I mean, there's, it kind of shows some promise of things that can happen in the future. Just, just with what they've shown, which we'll get into more detail. Um, It's, it's funny because like you mentioned, you know, companies like Sony and stuff are, are pushing so far ahead with, you know, VR and, you know, uh, Xbox has 4k and then Nintendo's running to the left with cardboard. But I think it's totally Nintendo because it's so novel and unique. And like you were saying, I think that, like you said, like the, you know, what they have right now with the, these kind of base sets that we'll talk about is interesting. But I think the future of Labo, where they start, you know, possibly integrating it with, you know, their existing franchises, I th- think that's when we're really going to see something unique and exciting from right. it. And, and the first thing I thought whenever I saw the robot thing, which actually, before we get into that, let's, for those who have been living in a cave and haven't seen exactly what's coming out, these are these are the the two things that are announced so far. And there's some rumors from some other stuff coming out. But we have the um, Labo variety kit, which looks like it has a 13-key piano, a fishing pole, a fishing pole, a motorbike, which is really just the handles that you put the, the switch screen onto. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like there's a brake pedal for it. Um, there is and then pedal. there's like a house and... Which I don't understand what the house is going to be doing. I'm very curious. My daughter got kind of excited about that whenever she saw the only little thing that I saw watching the video a few times is you could like turn a knob to turn the water on in the house and all the people inside freak out. So I don't know if it's like a play God and destroy somebody's house. (laughs) I don't, I don't know what they're doing with it, but we have that. And then we have, what else did they show? Oh, the little remote control bug car thing. Robot kit was in the variety kit. Oh yeah, yeah. And with yeah. that, you put the. Uh, I still want to call them Wiimotes. The uh, the Joy Cons on the side of this little cardboard bug looking thing, and which I also love the fact that they're calling the sets. They're actually calling right. them Toy Cons. I think that's yeah, and and genius. they're they're keeping with, and only Nintendo could have pulled this off. But the cool thing about it is oh is. And we'll, we'll get more into this in a minute, but for STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and math in the U S that's like, we are the worst whenever it comes to that stuff. We, we don't have any, I mean, it's, I did a lot of research on it for school not too long ago and it's a huge mess. And so the fact that my daughter is looking at like this little thing that everybody's calling it a go-kart but if you look at nintendo's actual labo website i mean you can dress it up like an elephant like a little beetle whatever you want and you control it like a remote control car and it just moves around because of the the hd rumble so you know it's got a bunch of cool little things and with it being cardboard you can get paint markers crayons whatever and create it to to look like you want and and from mm-hmm. what i could tell from from watching the video a few times uh, and Correct me if you think this is different, but it looks like the cardboard is pretty thick stock. It looks like it's a hold up. Yeah, I don't think it's something that you're going to, you know, make something, undo it, and then it's not usable again. I, You know, it's not going to be something, you know, that stays around forever, but I think it's definitely going to be at least pretty durable. That's what it seems like. That's what it looks like to me. It looks, it looks like pretty thick stock. And then uh, the other, so outside of the variety pack, we also have the robot game, which basically you you build a giant robot harness thing with a backpack and armbands and stuff for your legs and feet and 
you run around in a game as a robot destroying buildings and turning into cars and stuff. So, you know, you have both of those. Um, we'll get into pricing and discuss that in a minute. I definitely have some things I want to say about the price. And I do too. Um, but one of, one of the things that whenever I saw the robot thing, I was like, man, so the, you know, Pacific Rim, they have another movie coming out. Yeah. All of a sudden now, nobody can do Pacific Rim like Nintendo can. If, if you want a tie in yeah. game, you get to actually get inside the big robot thing and be the big Pacific Rim. Well, you know, the first thing I, I, I thought, of, thought about when I saw the robot is looking at the arms. It looks like the game arms. This is perfect as a, as a little add on for arms, right. you know, and, and that's just a glimpse of what I think they could be doing with the future with just tying it, tying it in with games they have. Already. Exactly. And uh, I don't know, dude, it was it was something about the piano that really just blew me away. The fact that they have a 13 key piano and. I was so surprised when it started. And you can playing. hit all of the keys at the same time, apparently, and they will all make noise at the same time. It's that's it's it really was. I, I watched it and I was like, it's, "Whoa!" It's, <laughs> just I was just surprised. Some kind of magic that they're doing here. It's unreal. Um, but the other thing with it is that only Nintendo could pull off something like this. Like this is so nobody, no other company would even, would even think about this. I was watching a breakdown of it and someone was saying, you know, you could ask every alternate dimension version of myself, what I think Nintendo's next peripheral would be. I would never say this. This is something so Nintendo that only they could pull off. And I'm so happy that it exists. Oh, I am too. And I'm, and I'm, beyond excited for this thing to come out i mean you know we're gonna try to get a couple of things for the site so that we can have a few different people try it out but i mean i'm gonna pre-order it and have it day one and you know sit there with my daughter and she plays piano and we're gonna build a piano and she's gonna the the big thing is she's gonna be able to see how all of it works after she builds it because she's just you know i'm gonna give her a piece of cardboard and say put it together Go wild. And then she's going to have a piano that she can play piano. And, and apparently there's different pieces of cardboard you can put in to switch up the uh, mm-hmm. the different sound effects. And, and ba- I mean, there's just a ridiculous amount of stuff to do. I mean, the fishing game alone, the fact they're doing a fishing pole that there's just it's a ridiculous amount of stuff they're doing with it. And it, I'm very excited with how they're setting it up. And they, they give you full instructions through the uh, switch screen that will show you, you know, how to put mm-hmm. everything the together. Software. I've heard the uh, the piano takes two hours, and I'm pretty sure that's the longest one. They all take anywhere from 20 to two hours is what I heard. Okay. I'm curious about the robot because I bet the robot takes a lot of time. To... I'm sure that one's going to be a long yeah. time. But, but that's part of the fun. I mean, the it's like Legos. Yeah, it's, it's putting it together is awesome. So mm-hmm. um, let's – Let's talk. So one of the things I was going to kind of mention was the Pacific Rim thing. Like you have Star Wars Pacific Rim, you have uh, whatever movie comes out. Here. All you have to do is make the cardboard pieces for it, and all of a sudden you have the tie-in for it. The new, yeah, you know, super simple to make. Yeah, too. and you can have, like I said, like you could have an Elder Scrolls game and have a, a shield and a sword, and all of a sudden now you're you're doing what the virtual reality did. 
but you're doing it up on a screen and it feels more realistic. You can have dueling games, you know, kind of like what arms is or you're standing side by side and punching into the air. Well, now all of a sudden you can have a sword and shield that you're swinging at each other. And it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. what one, two promised, but didn't deliver. And now with cardboard, you have, you know, they even showed like a, a camera and a, it looked like a shotgun or something. So yeah, if you can have, there's definitely more that we haven't seen. Yeah. So like this. the, you know, a cowboy game where you do a, a quick draw, you can actually build cardboard guns and quick draw with those that shoot out a little, you know, thing. Of cardboard. Yeah. This with, if this had shipped with one, two switch, I think one, two switch as a whole would have been a lot more of a valuable oh, package sure. than it for was. Sure. And, that, and that's a whole nother discussion about switch. Um, yeah. But I, I will say Nintendo has done something with a switch that has not happened to me probably for 20 years. And I'm, genuinely having fun playing games i'm not playing them just because i'm used to playing them like i'm smiling while i play games and whenever i saw this cardboard stuff i'm like these are the only guys who could pull it off only nintendo would do this and it makes me so happy they are and it's ridiculous i think that's the whole philosophy behind the switch you know i i remember months before the switch came out talking to my friend i was like i just don't see how they they're you know this is gonna have to be as powerful as the ps4 and the xbox and you know it's not it's half as powerful they just don't chase the industry standards at all they are completely off in some other side of the field doing whatever and they they are 100 focused on fun and And, and i I said the switch is gonna fell hard because i was like all you're doing is making another wii u and the wii u was terrible and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. they show us wait a second with you know we we've learned from our mistakes and we're going to take these little bitty cards that you know your your dog can eat and we're going to put full games on them like (laughs) zelda you know i mean i i don't know uh, the fact their compression skills are amazing how they make those yeah and i'm and i'm playing on on a brand new 65 inch 4k hdr all you know with the every bell and whistle on it and the only thing i play is switch and it looks incredible i don't care about the hdr i don't care about the 4k it it just looks good they their games they have this art style that years from now it's and gonna look timeless, i think that's you know? the trick is whenever you compare the switch and the playstation and the xbox playstation and xbox have things like horizon zero dawn which looks great and technically, it's pulling off some incredible stuff. Or Assassin's Creed, which is, you know, uh, from a technical aspect, absolutely beautiful. But, but yeah, for sure. if I can sit down and play Mario Kart, which, in my opinion, looks as good as those games, whenever you take out the, oh, there's no HDR, there's no 4K. Whenever you're running, you know, whatever it is, 16 or 12 or whatever, going full speed upside down through these tracks, it holds up. And it's... The cardboard, the the Labo is just an extension of what Nintendo did with that. They showed that it doesn't have to be 4K to be pretty. And Zelda, I think, is the best example of that. So, unless you have anything to add to to that, let's get into the discussion about price. I would love to jump right into that. (laughs) Okay. So, we have have the robot is going to be 79, right? Mm -hmm. 79. Yeah, and so it'll be 80 for the robot, and then it'll be 70 for the variety pack. I'd just like to throw in the wonderful fact. Uh, it's launching on 420 for 69. Yep. 
Yeah. That's all. <laughs> so there's that. So so we have 70 and 80 and a lot of people, I think even you kind of mentioned it in your in your piece that you the little blur, the news piece that you did about it mm-hmm. that you kind of scoffed a little bit at the price. So basically what my thought process is is we we are paying for the game is where that big price comes in. But my thought process behind it was why not make one game and then have all the, you know, as you release new kits, new sets and everything, just add them in as DLC. But from the looks of it, the robot kit and the variety kit are two separate games, which that is just what it looks like from the cover art. You know, they are two different looking games. My hope is that you can order the game at $60. It comes with all of the different software you need and then you can get you know your toy cons for 10 20 30 however much they are down the line that's how i hope they structure this right yeah i I mean that would be the way to go but i i think the price points that they're at right now are not bad um because you are paying for a game in there too yeah i mean take 60 dollars off and whenever you look at the size of the robot kit i mean i would pay 30 bucks exactly that's what i'm saying like i I, i'm just hoping that you know because they're obviously going to release more sets down the line my hope is that it's not you have to buy a new game every time like even if it's like you know five dollar dlc for the new set for the game i don't mind yeah if i'm paying 60 dollars every time that's when it's a problem and, and I imagine we're going to get a mix. I bet that we're going to get some stuff where they're going to, because they showed like a camera and, and I'm sure that's just going to be like a $5 download or, or something cheap. You know, mm-hmm. if it's just like a Pokemon snap type game. Oh my God, please. Um, please. But now you have, <laughs> now you have an actual camera that you're taking pictures on the screen with. And that, that game, I mean, if it's a full fledged game, yeah, I'll pay 60 bucks for the full fledged game and another any amount of money for cardboard. So it's, it's just going to depend on what they do with that. But the pricing right now, I don't have a problem with. And no. I will also mention that this is where this is the reason that I buy everything from Best Buy, because if you buy a Best Buy, there's no reason to buy games anywhere else because you just get their gamers club thing and you get 20 percent. This is no. not an advertisement for Best Buy, it? by because the way. I, I've been a power up member for years. Is the gamer club better? The, oh, dude, it's ridiculous. So whenever Rock Band came out, which... I can mention Rock Band in here because they're doing musical instruments and they have a kick pedal for drums. They do, but yeah, they're they're showing all kinds of like cool music stuff. So, but whenever Rock Band came out, it was two hundred dollars, and I spent thirty dollars for two years at Best Buy to get twenty percent off all the games, and so I ended up saving forty dollars. I paid a hundred or no, I'm sorry, it was two hundred and fifty dollars for the full Rock Band four kit with you know the the bundle. And I got it for 200 bucks. I saved 50 bucks off it right there. So with these, at 70 and 80, you're going to get $16 off of the robot and you're going to get $14 off of the variety pack. And I'm right not there, getting that with my Power Ups membership. <laughs> no, and, that, and then you get points for it, which then give you more coupons. So, I mean, you know, any new game that comes out, I pay $48 for. So any regularly priced $60 game, I go to Best Buy. I buy digital stuff sometimes, but I still like physical. to. I still like to have the physical games, and I pay forty eight dollars per game. And I know this is completely off topic, but that's another thing about the Switch is that even when you buy a physical game with the PS Four, still a fifty gig install. Right, not on the Switch. Does you just pop it out in. there? Yeah. So, <laughs> but that's one of the things is whenever you're looking at this, and Amazon Prime does this a lot too, where you get a yeah the ten or twenty percent. Yeah. So. 
you know, just because you see it at 80 bucks, it's actually 60. Two dollars? Is that right? Am I doing math? Sixty-two dollars? Uh, yeah. No, sixty-four. Sixty-four. Because you're going to get sixteen dollars off of the robot. So you're going to pay. F- oh, for the robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're going to pay four or five dollars more than you'd pay for a brand new game if you're a member of Amazon Prime or or uh, Best Buy's Gamers Club thing. So again, we don't have any advertisers. We're not advertising for anybody, <laughs> but. I just wanted to mention that as we have some expensive stuff coming out, do it that way. And, and it's not that big deal. of a hit, you know, and $70 now you're paying 56. So you're paying less than you would if you went and bought this at GameStop or Walmart or something. So, you know, obviously Walmart and GameStop aren't paying us anything. Cause I just slammed them into the ground, but <laughs> <laughs> you really did. Yeah. so, but and that that's the thing, man, like the prices, I don't look at prices anymore because you're going to get deals. You're going to, you know, there's so many memberships you'll get, you'll get some, you'll get some kind of discount. And, and you know, think about how expensive Legos are. Legos oh, are it's crazy unreal. expensive it's, and you're getting a, a pretty similar experience with the building factor. And, if you took out the you know the game price, you're paying what ten dollars for a set. Legos are tons more oh, yeah. expensive. Oh yeah, it's than it's that. unreal. I mean, uh, my daughter does not have a whole lot of Legos because we have a mortgage and we have to eat. <laughs> you know, I mean, Legos are just they're super expensive, and and she's not into them enough for that. But that kind of gets into the STEM part that I was talking about, which is the science, technology, engineering, and math, which is severely struggling in our schools and so this is totally an educational opportunity too this is edutainment all the way i mean the -hmm. fact that that we can sit down and build the piano and then on the actual switch screen look and see how it works my daughter starts to this is more than just like those coding games where it's like uh write this little piece of code and your robot will do this it's this is like you built this from the ground up. Now, how does it work? Well, look at the switch screen, open it up, and now you can see that these two remotes are sending these IR images in, and the reflective tape, whenever it comes up, sends the signal for the sound. And so you're you're getting some of that STEM stuff in there for kids, and it's it's at a point where I think that most of the parents who will be sitting down with their kids to play with this will be able to kind of explain what they're seeing. It's yeah, this is, this is magic what they're pulling, but it's, it's also technology. That's not beyond very basic understanding. Once you actually see how it works. Yeah. So, you know, whenever you swing the robot arm, it's because this string comes up, which then triggers the, the camera, or the, or the IR sensor on, on the joy con, which then tells the robot to punch with his right arm. And whenever you bend mm-hmm. down, there's a, you know, the strings or if there's a, some other sensor in there knows that you've knelt down to turn into the car. So you can start to teach your kid like, Hey, check this out. This is, this is the magic you can do. If you start going after engineering or you start going after programming or something like you can, and this is just the start. Who knows where we're going to end up in another year. You know? I mean, that's what, that's what I keep saying. You know, the, this is already so promising and considering the fact that only Nintendo could come up with an idea like this, thinking of what they could come up with, you know, for the future of Labo, I think is super exciting. And, and there's the the rumors out there already about the Switch Mini, which is sounds like it's going to slowly start to replace, if, if the rumors are true, slowly start to replace the 3DS and 2DS as the go-to handheld. 
And now you have like these cardboard pieces that you could use with that, that, you know, if you have both of them, now you have these two different screens, you can, uh, who knows what you can do with it. I mean, they can, they can go nuts. And so, you know, I think the STEM side of this is extremely important and being overlooked by some that are reporting on it. Um, I know we haven't really ridden a whole lot on this yet. We're still waiting for more information from Nintendo and I've got an opinion piece coming up in a few yeah, days. So we will have that. that. Um, <laughs> and I, I just, I can't stress enough how important the STEM side of this is because the more you can get kids to play with something like this, it's going to open them up to a field. They, yeah, and, and they're going to start of. seeing things in a different way because whenever you take these flat pieces of cardboard and you build a fishing pole that has an expandable pole on it, you know, because it actually comes out and expands out and then can crunch back down. Yeah. All of a sudden. That's yeah. just cardboard. Think of what you could do with every other material. Right. In the so world. now we have this, this whole new experience for kids and. And so from a, being a dad with a a daughter, who's almost eight years old, this is a big deal because she loves the switch. I mean, so much so that it's our only system at this point. And I know that's heresy for, I barely touch anything else. And that's the reason it is our only system is because we weren't using anything else. It was, we, we were decluttering the house and, you know, I said, let's, let's just get it down to just a switch. The kid loves the switch. I'm having fun with it. There's no reason to have all the stuff in here right now. And then of course I pick up. a. <laughs> I'm 100% up for that. Put every single game on switch movement. Can I, I, I want everything on switch. If I could get overwatch on switch, I'd honestly probably right. not touch my, PS4. of course I did this just before I jur- joined Bago to do journalism stuff. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> well that was good timing, but you know, <laughs> I have, I have my PC for, for most stuff. There's, there's not a whole lot of exclusives that I'm going to miss out on. Mm-hmm. Other people will cover that. I'm, I'm more worried about hitting some other things and, and focusing on all this crazy stuff that Nintendo's pulling off. And, and one of the big things about this is not only is the switch selling, much faster than anybody expected, much less Nintendo. Stupid good. This Christmas, I worked at GameStop back in the day, and you guys, please feel free to contact me and tell me how I'm the devil because I worked for a video game company. Um, they're not as bad as everybody out there says they are. There's You have to understand business to understand why they are what they are, but they're, they're not a terrible company to work for, and they're not a terrible company to shop at. So... You know, once this goes up and we give you guys contact information and stuff, feel free to slam GameStop all you want. But I was very happy with them, and I, I think they're a fine company. I don't think they're gonna be around much longer. But from Fun Code, EB Games, Babbage's, and, and GameStop, that that '90s, early 2000, there was a reason that they became so big, and it was all business. But that kind of gets off the point. the The point here is that. Whenever I was at GameStop running stores, whenever the Wii first came out, I would have lines at 4 or 5 a.m. standing outside my door waiting for our shipment, you know, just in line, hoping that a Wii would show up. And I think that Nintendo is getting close to hitting that level of chaos again. Can I just can I just say I, I currently work at Target. We we you know when the Switch was just coming out, yeah, six a.m. every day. So I mean, I it is just like that, and it's so funny because 
the Wii U was just so right. readily available. And, uh, the, just know, the Wii U everywhere. did not capture people. They were burnt after the Wii had all the all the shovelware put onto it, and shovelware. they didn't trust it. And you know, and, and at this point now, you know, Nintendo launches with nothing but great games for the most part. I think they've they've proven just with first year alone they have right, and, and I'm really excited thing. to see what the holidays bring. And I know we just got out of them, but you know, ten months down the line, eleven months down the line, we only have the the first few months of 2018, and like E3, right? We're and then we're gonna get to Christmas, and I think the sw- the switch is gonna be the Wii again, and I think this Labo stuff is gonna be. Yeah, uh, I think this is going to be the toy of the holidays. And I think because of that, the Switch is going to be hard to get this holiday season because everybody's going to be wanting to get this Labo thing, too. You know, it's funny. You know, we're taught we're comparing this to the Wii. The Labo, it reminds me a lot. You know, the Wii had a ton of those uh, peripherals, oh, and, you yeah. know, like the plastic, you know, Mario Kart wheel and the Lynx crossbow. Yeah. But and like the, I, I had a bat, and a tennis racket, and a golf club for uh, Wii Sports. Yep. And it's funny because you know those things were literally just plastic. Like my my baseball bat, it was foam. Right. It was just a piece of foam that I put on the end of a Wiimote. Yep. And the Labo, it's similar in vain, except for the fact that it's so much, you know better like it's interactive it, it it's those on steroids honestly it's a better version of all those we peripherals we have yeah and and the uh, i think the as much as i love the piano and, and the robot and those are the two things that i was blown away by the idea of what they're doing with the motorbike where you're just building the handles and a little bit of a seat and then you just put the or not even a seat but just a little extra piece out there just to kind of counterweight it you put the the switch screen right there and you're, you know, you have your hands on the side of the switch screen as you're driving this motor, riding this motorcycle right there in front of you. So it doesn't matter where you are. You can be outside and running around with it, you know, but yeah. your parents are going to get, you know, parents are going to be chewing their fingernails and drinking heavily as they, they hope that the screen doesn't <laughs> fall on the concrete. But, you know, oh, a kid God. out there running around <laughs> in the yard playing with this switch, acting like they're on a motorcycle is... You know, I mean, it, it adds the ability to be beyond creative. You know, the, they're not just going to be sitting on the couch driving a car. They can they can go outside and, and use this thing and run around and be crazy with it. Get kids back outside yeah, again. Pokemon what a, go. What a crazy <laughs> thing that would be. And that's whenever I saw that camera, I thought the first thing I thought was Pokemon Snap. Yeah, honestly, that is I think that's what a lot of our minds jump to. That's. The, the possibility of the integration into games is so because, you know, the mini game collection they have, it's cute, but it's not going to be anything too substantial. Right. And I think, you know, as a as an optional add on, you know, for like Pokemon Snap, you know, a Master Sword for Zelda, you know, Mario Kart, like well, even the stuff they have now, I think it's it's only going to expand further so, from and, there. and here's a, here's a question because I don't, I don't know the answer and i probably should have looked this up but it didn't pop up until just now but does the does the switch have the ability to do like location services or or anything like that like if i like if i gave my kid the camera and she you know the the viewfinder is the actual switch screen can she go outside and you know look around and there behind the tree in our front yard is a is a Pikachu and she snaps the picture or, you know, I don't so, know. So that's, a, I, 
I know. I mean, I know it has a gyroscope and everything. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they'd be able to do anything location based okay. though. So uh, that. That's interesting. That's a really so that'll be huh. interesting to see if they're able to pull that off with with something like that, where you can go outside yeah. with the camera, and instead of it being a, a theme park type Pokemon Snap, all of a sudden you're running around in the backyard and looking under the trampoline or over the fence or you know by the pool or whatever, looking for a, a this. Pokemon, you know, you you get you go out to the park and you look out over the little pond and all the water Pokemon are out there and you can take pictures of them. So I don't know if they're going to be able to to integrate yeah. that in or if that'll be if they're able to do an update to that or if maybe that's something that because I know Nintendo's starting to mess around with phones a little bit. Maybe they integrate the phone into that some way so that the Wii modes or the possibilities, the Joy Cons can kind of read that and all of a sudden. <laughs> Because they're just Bluetooth, so they can connect to your phone. So, you know, who knows yeah. what they're going to do. But there's a possibility right there that you all of a sudden have this cardboard Pokemon Snap game that you drop your phone into and you're running around the park taking pictures of Pokemon all over the place. And, you know, so who knows yeah. what they're going to do going forward. But let's wrap this part up and then we'll give a little a little heads up of, of what we're doing um, soon. And and we're using Blizzard's version as soon because the because what we're doing next is a major undertaking and and uh, it's a big deal. But yeah, for this for this, I know it's just cardboard, but what they're doing with it is ridiculous. And final final thoughts. On yeah, Marvel, I just I basically. think it's I think it's unreal, man. I I think that this is going to be the hot toy this year. I think that Nintendo is going to dominate sales over the holidays. And, and I mean, that's kind of, that's like saying that I think TVs are going to continue to get bigger. I mean, that you know, that's not a real brave statement to say whenever <laughs> Xbox and PlayStation have been out for so long, but I think they're going to, yeah, brave but I think they now. are going to dominate beyond what we think or beyond what we would have thought just a couple weeks ago. I think that people are going to be going nuts trying to get switches and all the Labo stuff at that point. And I think this is going to be the big thing this year. I think that we're going to have Christmas in July as people are trying to pick up all this stuff after it launches. And I think that the summer is just going to be Nintendo's summer and, and it's just going to get worse over the holidays. So, you know, Nintendo really needed to prove they have a, a strong year two after how amazing year one was. And this is just another way to show they've still yeah, got Yeah, and who knows where they go from know? here. You know, I mean, they still have Amiibos out there. I'm sure that there's going to be amiibo support for some of this stuff going down the line because there's no way they're not going to keep on pushing yeah so you know i'm sure they're going to try to find a way to make you go (laughs) okay i need amiibos for this now and and with the infinity being gone which is kind of got a corner on that market yeah which is an absolute We'll talk about that in another one because Disney Infinity going away. I was robbed of my money on that one. (laughs) Oh, I was too. I have every single figure, every single game. I mean, it's. You know, I didn't realize they did a whole thing where they did 2.0 and 3.0. I bought 2.0 like two weeks before 3.0 came out. Very Oh, yeah. We have. We have it all still. I even ordered the Peter Pan figure that wasn't actually ever released. And so I have. A figure that's never actually come out. That's I mean, awesome. it's <laughs> yeah. So it's. I mean, that was our thing. That was our jam every year since my kid was a little girl. And I think that was one one of Disney's biggest mistakes. But I and Skylanders can't match it. But 
Nintendo, they can make it happen again. I mean, Nintendo I mean, I'm, could I'm, very I'm, easily I'm, jump into that area. I'm looking up at my Amiibo shelf right now. I, the amount of money I've spent, I, I'm embarrassed. I'm literally embarrassed looking at it. <laughs> Oh yeah, I feel the same way about about the Disney stuff. But you know, Nintendo all of a sudden is showing like, hey, we're willing to take chances. Let us take a chance with Disney and do something. You can't with say Nintendo is coming out. You, yeah, you're and, and willing that's to take thing. chances. So who knows? So any Disney Infinity fans out there, maybe maybe this leads us down somewhere in the same place where we're going to get amiibos that can run around and and once amiibos get outside of just Nintendo and. And they start bringing in other companies, which I, hey, they I imagine they will at some point. Yeah, got and bay, I'm sure they're just going to expand. Cloud. Yeah, and give me, give me a. Uh, if you're old enough, that old vibrating football game from the 70s and 80s. Let me put a whole bunch of amiibos on a piece of cardboard with some Joy Cons on each end, <laughs> and let them just fight in some kind of like. Like just an arena, you know. I mean, there's there's so many things they could do. Yeah, it's like Smash Bros, but but with very little control. You just have them, yeah, so they're just, just vibrating at each other. But <laughs> I mean, there's so much stuff they can do with it. I mean, there's just you know. I mean, there's they put it. I mean, it's they put on their site that it's magic, and and they really can. They can bring all stuff back. So I think this is huge. I think it's going to be a lot of fun and super I, exciting. Uh, yeah, I pray that this does not come out and just let everybody down. I think you I don't know, think that's really going to happen. I don't think it will. I, I don't really either. think they have something special here. I do too. But there's always that what if, you know, because with the Wii U, I thought they were going to do something big at first and then oh, we saw was, the specs. I mean, it sold just as well as the Wii the first few weeks and then it just tanked. Yeah. And that one <laughs> they was. They gave us one good game every like two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was a lack of software and a lack of specs, so nobody wanted to make anything on it. And um, it was I'm be, it was notoriously hard to develop for. Right, and and soon I will be doing some uh, streaming on Twitch. I'll have my capture card tomorrow. I'm a big FIFA guy. I'm probably the only sports person on Bago Games. Yeah, but I will I will be streaming some FIFA 18 for Switch. I've played it on Xbox One X, PS4 Pro, PC, and now Switch. So. For anybody who's out there going, should I get FIFA on the Switch? We will do some streams of that along with non-sports games. But we'll be streaming on our Twitch channel here very soon. We're just getting that up and running over the next couple of days. Um, by the time you hear this, it'll be probably by the end of the week. Because we're recording this on the 22nd. It'll probably be up the 23rd. Um, it went a little bit longer than we thought it would. So, hey, good, good conversation. But, yeah, but I, I think this was... You don't have big announcements like this very often. but you start start watching our Twitch channel, but the big thing is this: subscribe to this podcast now because yes, what we are doing uh, this is not representative of what we're going to be doing going forward. We will probably pepper in a few more podcasts between now and the official launch of this particular show, and we're going to have three to four shows under bago games so make sure that you go to bago we got, games a, lot of, we got and, a lot of stuff coming yeah since i've come on i've been here for about three and a half weeks to a month at least and all i've been doing is is planning out our audio and video stuff and where we're going with it and now we have the plan in place and this show We'll give you a little bit of spoiler. We're not going to tell you what the first episode is going to be, but 
we're going to do very, very deep dives into the history of video games, the culture around video games, politics around video games, uh, any hot button subject we'll get into at some point. We're going to start with some of the some of the more basic stuff of, of you know, the history of certain companies, the history of of certain games, of certain genres, things like that. And then we'll start doing more and more deep dives. And I don't know, you tell me if you think differently on the first one, Colby, but I think our first podcast or the, or the first one we're attacking and the reason it's probably going to be a couple more weeks till it's out is I think that's probably going to be eight to 10 hours after it's recorded, probably over four or five episodes by the time it's all said and done. I I could see that happening. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, there's a lot to say. Yeah, there's a lot of history. There's going to be a lot of cutting down to do. Yeah, and and, and there's also there's going to be some great stuff too in it. It's there's yeah. There's, uh, no, there's going to be a ton of yeah. Great so stuff. it's it, we're doing a. There's just a lot to say on the subject. There is, and and we're doing a very history focused podcast. Um, it will not be very opinion based. Well, on Fridays, you'll get kind of opinion based podcast and, and we may do like a, a show afterwards, depending on the reception of those. But if we do a four or five part series on this first one and, and it gets pretty good reception, we may do like a wrap up where we talk a little bit about some of the things that happen to give more of our opinions, but we'll be, we'll be sticking primarily to, to just facts and talking about, what actually happened and how things got to where they were in the different subjects that we cover. And then we really appreciate you subscribing. However you're going to do it to whatever you listen through, make sure that, that you get updates whenever this comes up. Country roads, take me home to the place I belong. West Virginia.